Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable. And save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Show for Street Soccer here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, also coming to you on Sirius XM 211. I'm Nick Eber. It's great to be with you. And today, well, kind of a special show again for you today. If you remember the other week, uh, we were having a discussion about promotion and relegation. And this weekend, we had all the international matches, or the weekend that's now, you know, firmly behind us. But, you know, as I'm watching these matches and thinking about how much I prefer the Nations League to this European qualifying, it got me thinking, and that thought process led me back to what we were talking about last week with promotion and relegation. So I thought this was a great time for me to explain myself and welcome a good friend of mine and a regular contributor to this show, Kartik Krishnaya from World Soccer Talk, uh, on the show to discuss it with me. So we're going to do just that. So Kartik will be joining me here very shortly. Uh, also, the ICC schedule is out. That's the International Champions Cup. Uh, we'll talk about what money-sprinting friendlies will tell you how to donk your money off, your hard-earned dollars. We'll tell you where to put them. And uh, we'll take a look at some of the matches that will be coming to the United States this summer. In England, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer gets the nod, gets the United job. I can't say too many people are going to be overly surprised by that. Uh, let's talk into Miami and Lockhart Stadium in Florida. I'm perfectly thrilled about this. I've been to Lockhart. It's a great old stadium. Great bones and spirit of football there. Let's talk about what does an old stadium with history mean to you versus a complete shiny new one that maybe you just took out of the wrapper. Love to hear. 800-878-7529. Look, this show last week was one of our busiest shows on podcast downloads. Everybody's got an opinion about promotion and relegation. We would love to hear yours. This is the time. Let's get those phone lines lit right now. Call is free. Don't be a cheap bastard. 800-878-7529. 800-878-PLAY. Twitter, I'm at Nick Gieber. At Nick Gieber. Uh, once again, 800-878-7529. By the way, big hello to our men and women in uniform who are joining us around the world, courtesy of the American Forces Network. It's such a pleasure and a privilege to speak with you guys as I do each and every weeknight right here, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern. All right, those are the topics on the table. Where are you? Love to hear from you. I'll be right back after this. Three minutes. Don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere. 
It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance Ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003 Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003 Remember in the beginning when you first started to build a life for you and your family? You never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-957-6063-800-957-6063-800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063. For years they said that it could lead to madness. They relegated it to dark rooms and back alleys. They shamed those who grew it. They did a stop and frisk on anyone they thought might have it. But now a completely new era has begun because of it. The new normal is here. This month, millions have witnessed its arrival. Have you? Brought to life in a short film that runs only two minutes long, the new normal seeks to leave behind 80 years of unjust prohibition in favor of a safer, happier world. It reveals a product that once drove good people to the black market as one that today is creating a new global market. In this new era, a plant that was viewed with fear now represents a source of common wellness. From this day forward, what inspired the symbol of counterculture is at long last just culture. The new normal has arrived to your city, to your neighborhood, to the inside of your living room. Watch it now. Experience the new normal at MedMen.com. And drugs and rock and roll. All right, welcome back to the show for Street Soccer Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Sirius XM 211, Dan Patrick Sports. I'm not Dan Patrick, in case you haven't noticed. Doesn't speak like me, doesn't really talk much about soccer, although he did the other day. Uh, but that's what we do on this show, so we're really glad that you have chosen to be with me. By the way, speaking of sex and drugs and rock and roll, those are three words that are just about synonymous with my guest. Uh, from World Soccer Talk, regular contributor to the show and a good friend of mine, Kartik Krishnaya. Welcome, O'Kartik. Oh, great great to be with you. I, I, you've given me an Irish introduction as O'Kartik. Uh, that third point, rock and roll, yes, that is, I am synonymous with that. The first two, not so much. 
Well, it's only because your wife is listening. <laughs> My wife is at Atlanta Airport right now. I doubt she's listening, which is the hellhole you know, hell of all hellholes, as you know. Yes, it is. She may well, she may well download it. But look, Kartik, um, I asked you on the show. Well, I love to have you on the show, you know, all the time anyway. But I asked you on the show particularly to come on today because tomorrow we're going to get into the Premier League for the weekend because the big show kicks off again. But with the international week behind us, I got to thinking about how really unexciting it was. And really, there weren't any big upsets. Uh, the big teams smashed the little teams, and uh, everything sort of worked as planned. It was very much a uh, – well, let's just put it this way. It was uh, very unexciting in my book. I mean, the best match, I think, was, uh, was Holland-Germany. But out of all the matches that were played – Eh, you know, even was the, it wasn't even that great. Now look back to just a few weeks ago, we had the Nations League, and you know this is a much maligned tournament, or it was a much maligned tournament when it was announced. But in point of fact, I, I've really become absolutely sold on it. Now I'm gonna, I'm gonna point out two things about the Nations League, and then I'm gonna get your uh, your opinion on it, Kartik. Number one is because there are basically two tiers of the Nations League. You've got, say, the Nations League uh, League 1, and then you've got the Nations League League 2. You generally don't get mismatches of teams. You don't get a situation where you have uh, you know, one team, a, a big European team, beating up on a uh, on a minnow, like we saw over the European qualifying. It's much more interesting, for example, to see Liechtenstein play San Marino. You might actually have a football game than it is to see Liechtenstein play Germany. Uh, and it's because of that, and because of the fact that at the end of it is something meaningful. I mean, the fact that Germany got relegated out of the Nations League, I mean, means something, if anything, for pride. So when you looked at the international friendlies, Kartik, and, and they, they, I mean, pardon me, the European qualifiers, they were pretty dull. When you looked at the Nations League, it was pretty exciting. So I want to take this full circle, Kartik, because... A lot of the feedback I got uh, from the show I had a couple of weeks ago about promotion and relegation was that people were saying, well, you know, it's uh, these silly teams come up from USL and they haven't paid their millions and and, and you expect the the owners of MLS to, to lose money and this, that and the other. But really, everybody's losing the point, which is that when you are going to move teams up on sporting merit and down on sporting merit, you are going to have better quality matches. And as a result, you're going to improve your player base and have better quality teams. That was my thought, Kartik. I know it was a long one, but what do you think? Well, I, I wholeheartedly agree. And let me just point to, you mentioned Holland, Germany. That was the, the, the match of the round in this uh, European qualifying round, right? And those are two old rivals, two of the great football nations, on the planet, but there are two matches in the Nations League. You mentioned Germany got relegated. The, the, both their matches against the Dutch in the Nations League had seemed to have more intensity and energy around them than this match, even though this was a big match. Don't get me wrong. Um, and um, when when Van Dyke got that late goal in uh, in, in uh, I can't remember if the match was in Berlin or in Munich, but that or I think it was actually in Hamburg. But that late goal. In the final Nations League match, Germany was relegated, and, and the Dutch went on to the semifinal. It felt like a, a major international competition, whereas qualifying is very ho-hum. 
Uh, and Germany and Holland have played each other now and having that great match, but they're both probably going to qualify for the Euros, right? So right, it really right. didn't mean that much. And, and I've been told by people who have watched League, League D and League C in the UEFA Nations League that you've gotten some great matches. Matches like Slovakia versus Montenegro have been quite good because they are playing competition at their level, and it gives those national teams something to aim for. I mean, even here in CONCACAF, the Guardian had a great story about Montserrat. Um, who had, who, uh, had, I, I don't think ever really won a competitive match in the CONCACAF Nations League with the, with the potential of moving into, moving up a league and qualifying for the CONCACAF Gold Cup. Um, they almost made it. And so it gives the, the middles in international football something to aim for because, uh, is Belize going to qualify for the World Cup? It's, uh, Lichten, Lichtenstein going to qualify for the World Cup? No, but if you put them in leagues where they're playing similar level competition, just like we do in professional leagues all over the world, which are organized by ProRail, then you find your level and you're able to right-size yourself to that level and, and you can be competitive. I mean, how demoralizing is it to play for Gibraltar or San Marino in, in, in European qualifying? Although Gibraltar actually played quite well against the Republic of Ireland, but maybe that's more a statement about the Republic of Ireland. But I, I agree with you completely, Nick. Well, actually, it's funny. You, you mentioned whether these teams are ever going to get to the World Cup, but, you know, the way FIFA is, is expanding the World Cup, pretty soon it'll be all 211 member nations get an automatic buy to the to the finals of the World Cup. We just do away with qualifying. We'll have 150 groups of five. Yeah, Nick, on that point, I, I was sitting in Gianni Infantino's press conference uh, two weeks ago in Miami where he talked about, isn't it great to have more countries? Isn't it unfair for the Asian countries that uh, Japan always qualifies and Korea and South Korea always qualifies and Iran always qualifies. So there's nothing left for Uzbekistan or, or Jordan or, or Syria or whoever. And I'm thinking, well, they always qualify because they're better and they're better football nations. Maybe Iran has built-in infrastructure advantages over Jordan. Obviously, they probably do. But he was making the case because these other countries never qualify and he used Asia as an example and said Japan, uh, Korea, and Iran always qualifies, so it's not fair for everybody else as a pretext to expand the World Cup. So, yes, Nick, and I sat there just, you know, I, I didn't know whether to laugh or cry or, you know, just I, I tweeted out some of his quotes, and uh, I agree with you. I think that's where they're going. <laughs> I, 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 yeah. It's so horrible as it sounds, but they are taking sporting merit out of the sport, which gets back to the, the, the whole overriding point about promotion and relegation. Right, and, and and what you're going to find is nobody wants to see Liechtenstein play Montserrat in the World Cup. No one's going to watch that game. Maybe right. m- maybe the entire population of Liechtenstein and Montserrat, what, 150 people. So, uh, you know, at some point, at some point, you have to be able to say the reality is, the reality is that we will only get better with competition. That sporting rules have to trump business rules if we want the quality of our product to grow. And the better quality the product, the better business it will be in the long run. If Major League Soccer, and by the way, I, I am so sick and tired 
of here. You know what? We, we, we've got one minute, Kartik, and I'm about to get on my soapbox. So I'm actually going to step off the soapbox because I'm going to let this segment run out. When we come back, <laughs> I'm going to tell you what I'm absolutely sick and tired of. Kartik, I'm excited about this show. I want to talk ICC with you a little later. I want to talk about Lockhart Stadium. What a lovely place. What a shame it has become what it has. And uh, very quickly, uh, was there any new news on the Lockhart front today? Uh, not, not today. Uh, it, it could, ha- it could come down any time, though, I'm told. So we, they're negotiating a lease, and, and hopefully we'll get that wrapped up soon. Oh, that's very exciting stuff. Uh, for those of you that don't know, it's where Inter Miami is planning on, on, on playing, uh, on, uh, on playing. Kartik, uh, stand by. This is Nick Gieber, Mystery Soccer. I'm talking with Kartik Krishnaya from World Soccer Talk. When we come back, we'll continue the pro-rel discussion talk ICC schedule. We're also going to talk Lockhart Stadium. Let's talk a little Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Oh, so much to talk about. So little time. History soccer. Be right back after this. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. 
dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. This great soccer sports byline broadcast network series XM211. Nikiba with you. The discussion today, promotion relegation. We're also going to talk about the ICC Lockhart Stadium, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. We've got a lot on the menu today, but we are currently talking about promotion and relegation. And I'm uh, speaking with my special guest, Kartik Krishnaya from World Soccer Talk. You know, Kartik, before the break, I was about to pop up on my soapbox grab a megaphone and start telling everybody that the end of the world was nigh. But instead of doing that, I'm going to say that I am sick and tired of being told by MLS and the MLS apologists and the MLS apologetic media that that is the greatest league, that that is a world-class league. Look, it's a good league. You're certainly not going to be embarrassed by it. You have every right to be proud and support your teams from the bottom of your heart and love them as much as anybody else loves any team. But don't spoon-feed me BS because I can smell it and I know what it is. And that is BS until there is a league that encourages sporting competition from the bottom up. Until there is a league that is not a training league where there is real combat. And by that I mean you get relegated if you screw up. Uh, we are never going to be at the highest level. We are never going to foster the highest level of competition. We're never going to steal our athletes and our teams, forge them in the fire of true competition, Kartik. Correct. You're you're essentially unilaterally disarming because you're going up against countries that have this in their system and have that constant pressure. I want to point out, though, MLS uh, exists in in a bit of a vacuum because there are 200 clubs, I understand, and I first reported on this, uh, two weeks ago when the number was lower, uh, 200 clubs that have signed a letter, independent uh, clubs, some are professional, some are amateur, uh, some are semi-pro, that have signed a letter uh, to U.S. Soccer Federation President Carlos Cordero um, asking for an open dialogue and conversation about promotion and relegation. And these are some of these clubs are very, very small. Some of them are clubs that uh, people w- w- would have heard of. So um, it- it's a serious uh uh, topic that now the clubs that are independent of Major League Soccer outside of the MLS ecosystem are demanding at least some sort of dialogue and conversation. And to this point, MLS and U.S. Soccer have uh, evaded having the conversation. They don't even want to have the dialogue. And any time you talk about promotion and relegation, they either avoid the topic or they give you very flippant responses 
predicting gloom and doom if we were to impose this and how right. investors would pull out and the league system would collapse and soccer wouldn't right. exist in this country anymore and all of these prognostications of the apocalypse. We just, the, the, the people who have signed this letter and the clubs that I have spoken to that are behind this, uh, Nick, they just want to have the conversation and they're happy that there are people in the media like yourself that are willing to take on this topic. Well, I, I'll tell you, Kartik, the, the thing is this. It's a little like a scene out of a horror movie. Uh, you know, the, the world has ended, there's no other life on the planet, and all of a sudden you have the remaining ten people uh, in the world uh, in, in a in a RV driving across the rest of America. One night they pull over, and all of a sudden they hear knocking at the door. What do you mean knocking at the door? thought there was no one else here. Well, you open it up, and there's uh, 150 other people all want to get on the camper. All want to get on the RV. And it's the same way. U.S. soccer pretends, along with Major League Soccer, well, Major League Soccer pretends that the Division One that they own Division One status. They don't. They own the league. They don't own the unilateral right to have a Division One status at the expense of all others. Right. And, and so this is why, Nick, currently uh, there are six, uh, a half dozen or so, I think it's six, uh, uh, pieces of uh, pieces of litigation or different claims that have been filed against U.S. soccer for various things. We've talked about the women's uh, national team lawsuit. We've also talked about the U.S. Soccer Foundation suing them. There were um, a, a couple of lawsuits and claims, claims at the Court of Arbitration for Sport, um, related to, to sporting merit, promotion and relegation, and potential antitrust violations by Major League Soccer and U.S. Soccer. And again, I think if U.S. soccer and MLS were willing to open up and have an open dialogue about these topics of, of reforming the way the professional game is structured, uh, allowing out clubs outside of Major League Soccer who are outside of that little club, that little beach club of, of, of MLS owners to have some sort of sporting opportunity, some sort of opportunity even in the player development side, uh, you know, some of these smaller youth clubs being able to... Uh, to, to, to join the development academy or some of these smaller youth clubs having solidarity payments and, and training compensation. That, uh, right, those that's sorts part of, things, of it. Yeah, those, those sorts of things uh, U.S. soccer is unwilling to have the conversation about from what people tell me and what, what, what the, uh, the reformers uh, claim. And, Nick, the point is the rest of the world plays by these rules. So it's not just uh, there are people who get on their high force and, and principled say, well, the U.S. should play by the same rules as the rest of the world, and it's immoral, we're not. Okay, that's, that's one point of view, and that's, that's no. fair. And I, and I, I it, it, hold that, on, Kartik. Hold on, hold on. You're absolutely spot on, and we're going to bring a caller in here in just a second. It is a closed club. Major League Soccer is a closed club. If you want entrance to this exclusive club, you have to pay $250 million. Uh, professional soccer in America is now, for all intents and purposes, a closed club. And that's nowhere, nowhere more evident than in the announcement that just came from U.S. Soccer that Mike Collins and Alec Papadakis have been elected to serve two-year terms as board of directors of U.S. Soccer. I mean... Alec Papadakis owns a company, a private company, called the United Soccer Leagues, which holds essentially the most viable minor league soccer status in the country, 
and it is a for-profit entity for the benefit of its shareholders, which is Alec Papadakis and his family. I right, mean, and, and Rob Hoskins, ha- his partner. And, and, and Rob Hoskins, you know, Major League Soccer is a for-profit club that exists for those elite members ponied up with $250 million, and no one else can get in. They decide who gets in. It's arbitrary. It's financial. It has nothing to do with what happens on the pitch. I tell you what, let's get to the phones. Ray in Milwaukee, I'm sure you have another opinion. You're on. Yeah, uh, well, uh, first, I would just like to say that I'm not against promotion and relegation at all. I just think that it, I find it interesting that these, some of these people, when you talk about this and you debate this, they think it's like this magic bullet, and it's going to fix all of American soccer problems. Europe is plagued with very top-heavy leagues, right? And uh, you see teams in the last 30 years have gone into insolvency, bankruptcy, whatever term you want to use, um, and, and that uh, the resale value of these teams aren't very profitable off of resale value. And I really don't think that it's really promotion relegation is going to solve anything because the American owners tend to be some of the worst owners in, in European football because they're the, some of the most conservative owners. If we only if we open up the system and the top flight teams are averaging eight million dollars commercially, we're not going to improve anything when it comes to television or media rights marketing. What really needs to occur, in my opinion, is opening up spending. And really, that's what really is makes European soccer better. Now, I've got yeah. arguments with lots of times. Oh, hold on, right? Oh, hold on, right? 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 Hold on. F- first of all, uh, t- two points. Number one is you make an assumption that it's only in Europe that teams go bankrupt. I mean, we've had what, three teams out of in the short history of Major League Soccer who have gone by the wayside for non-viability, which is essentially bankruptcy. At this point, we had the two Florida teams, and of course we had Chivas USA. So it can happen even in a closed system with some of the most conservative owners uh, in sport. The second point is you want to open up spending. Well, there's no better way to open up spending than having to make sure that you have a damn good team, because if you don't, you're going to get executed. I mean, that is really what's going to open up the spending. What do you mean? I got to hire. I, I've, I've got to sign world-class players because the last thing I want to do is get relegated to USL. That's what's going to spur the spending, right? Well, I mean, I kind of disagree with that system. We have an open market system in spending in baseball, and it's a closed league. I mean, so it, there is some uh, presence. Well, baseball is not a single entity system, right? But. It may not be a single entity system, but it's still an open market, and it's uh, it's a globally competitive market as well. Well, baseball lives in a vacuum, Ray. It's only played in a few countries at the highest level. Number one, number two is the teams are owned outright by real owners. They're not part of a conglomerate. The league does not own the teams. The owners are responsible for their players. And uh, you know, as it stands right now, there's not a global stage on which baseball has to compete. There's no World Cup of baseball that anyone gives a snot about that they need to provide players for. There's no International Champions League of baseball that anyone really cares about. It's also in a vacuum. So you can't compare it. Soccer, Ray, is completely unique in that it is truly a global game. Hey, Ray, we have to go to break in a minute. Thanks a lot for the call. Kartik, uh, sorry to cut you out here. Uh, You've got a couple minutes. What, what do you think? Yeah, I, I, I think Ray makes some good points, but I disagree, and we can get to that on the other end.
All right, uh, this is Fifth Street Soccer here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Series XM211. Dan Patrick Sports, I'm Nick Gieber, chatting with Kartik Krishnaya and our caller Ray from Milwaukee. You can call as well if you have something on your mind. If you think we're full of crap, love to hear it, 800-878-7529. The call is free. By the way, Ray uh, uh, is a great contributor to the show. We love it when he calls. We'd love it when you would call as well, 800-878-7529. Or you can send us a tweet. I'm at Nick Gieber. And by the way, Kartik is at KKFLA 737. If you can remember that, that's Kartik Krishna. All right, I'm going to step aside, take a break. By the way, just a reminder, I'm with you each and every weeknight, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, right here on these networks. You know, you got to have you got to have the steely, the toughest competition to create the best teams. The best teams will create and be a home for the best players, hopefully many of them American, and maybe then we'll stand a chance at the World Cup. And we'll be right back after this. What's in store for your business this week at Staples? Your promotion to CIO, Chief Ink Officer. Because this week at Staples, when you buy one ink cartridge for your HP OfficeJet Pro printer, you get a second 30% off. With savings that big, you'll be the director of deals, the president of printing. Buy one HP OfficeJet Pro ink cartridge and get a second 30% off at Staples. Where there's a whole lot in store. Ends 33019. Restrictions apply. See store associate or staples.com slash HPBOGO for details. Let's have a chat about your debit card, the card you use for the things you buy every day. What if you could get cash back every time you bought those things? Well, now you can. Introducing Discover Cashback Debit. Just open a Discover bank account and start earning 1% cash back on up to $3,000 in debit card purchases every month automatically. Plus, there are no monthly fees or minimum balances. Now you can get cash back on the way you like to pay. Open a Discover bank account and get the debit card with cash back. Go to discoverbank.com slash debit. Limitations apply. Excludes money market accounts. Discover Bank member FDIC. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. 
travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Isn't that what we're talking about? Money, money, money. Money, money, money. It is just a driver. It is the be-all and is the end-all. We have come so far away from the roots for what makes this game so great. Uh, 22 players with nothing but the clothes on their back and a round ball and maybe a couple of cones or 10 players or however many players you want to make up two teams can play this sport. It is the purest of all sports. You don't need hats, helmets, and pads, and all this other nonsense. You don't need to be seven foot two and a super athlete to play it at the highest level. Your superstars can be diminutive, five foot six, five foot seven, five foot five. These can be your world superstars, but at the end of the day, the purity of the game is gone. There never was purity of the game since 1996 here in the United States. The game has always been controlled, created and controlled by the financial entities that, that created them and set them up. And look, that's not necessarily a bad thing. It is a thing, though. And if we pretend it isn't, we're just fooling ourselves. I Welcome back to the show, my special guest, Kartik Krishnaya. Uh, Kartik, it just seems to me that... Uh, we are so far from what makes this game great and what has grown this game uh, organically in most countries around the world, which is why I feel that Major League Soccer just presents us really with, um, with, with, with a prepackaged product and says, hey, it's a TV dinner. You're going to like it. You're going to like it. It's world class. It's just like going to a – it's just like being at the best restaurant in the world. That's what I feel like they're telling us. Yeah, no, no, I agree with that. And, and to raise call, I, there were some points I agreed with. You know, firstly, uh, people who, who suggest ProRel as a, uh, a silver bullet solution to everything, and there are people out there that do that in, in the U.S. soccer ecosystem. It's not, okay? It's one of several reforms that have to take place, including, as we mentioned earlier, solidarity payments, training compensation, structure of the youth leagues, the way the game is taught and coached in this country, among other things. So it's just one of the solutions. So I agree with him on that. But I think a lot of the other points he made, I would argue the European League, he's saying, well, they're top-heavy. Yes, they are top-heavy. You know why they've become top-heavy in some cases? Because they've adopted some of the same uh, Americanized mechanisms in those leagues yeah. uh, that we have in our sports where uh, you know everything has become about television and about um, uh, global marketing and these sorts of things. It has become too much a business, as you just, j- just have said. But those leagues still have a compelling competition at the bottom of those leagues uh, for relegation. I mean, we're watching just a, a quick example at Schalke, a club that finished second in the Bundesliga last year that has one of the most promising young American players that everybody is talking about, Weston McKinney, now slipping. They were in Champions League this year. They made the knockout stage of Champions League this year. Slipping quickly toward the relegation zone, they just got their manager, they're sitting only a few points outside that drop zone in Germany, and they could go down a year after finishing second in one of the better leagues in the world. So, 
it, it is competitive. And, and uh, well, what about Leicester City? Right. You know, again, things like this are a one-off. I understand Leicester City winning the league is a one-off. If Schalke gets relegated, they will come right back up and not get relegated again for 20 years. I get that. But um, these things do happen. There, it, it, so the point is, even though they're random, even though they're one-offs, they can happen in an open system. They can't happen in a closed system where you're essentially manufacturing competition and controlling in, in, in one respect or another the outcomes and yeah. controlling the wage structure, which, which includes, you know, you could argue wage suppression and all these things. Um, and, and you mentioned at the end of the last segment that Papadakis was put on the board of governors of, of U.S. soccer. I mean, I, just privately, a lot of people have expressed shock and concern about that today to me. So um, it, it's not that uh, there isn't uh, opposition and resistance to these things. It's just that the powers that be don't care. Well, actually, Kartik, you know, Ray uh, Roscoe, who was our caller in the last segment, has tweeted, uh, what comes first, the U- an open system in the U.S. or a European Super League? Now, I-, I will tell Ray I am dead against a European Super League. I have, would have no interest in that. We have that right now. It's the Champions League. Spots in the Champions League are earned by merit and clearly spending as well, and that's goes to the point I'm trying to make to Ray that if you have a merit-based system, your incentive is to spend more to get better. But the difference is is that in England, for example, the FA is absolutely dead against a European Super League because they know a European Super League would gut the pyramid in the UK or in England, and they are dead against it. In America... You can't have a system like that because our FA, which is U.S. soccer, is made up of those same entities, is made up by, of, of people uh, whom U.S. soccer is essentially designed to regulate. It's like putting right. the world's worst predatory lender in charge of the Consumer Finance Agency. So, so Wait, I we did that here, didn't we? Yeah, <laughs> right. And, and putting Boeing executives on the FAA board, right, or former Boeing executives. Right. Um, but, but, but we got this situation now where uh, I mentioned there is litigation pending against U.S. soccer in the last segment, and you, yet in, 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 in this time when they're facing this litigation, they put Alex Papadakis, Alex Papadakis on the board of governors. And just so people understand, I mean, we're, we're, we're railing against Major League Soccer here, which is that at least a league that is owned by those shareholders who own clubs, right? I mean, it's a single-entity system. They all, all own a portion of the league, but they, there's at least some team participation. I, I think you touched on it in the last segment. I, a lot of fans don't realize USL is a private company that owns a league and sells franchises, but you don't, have, you don't buy a portion of the league. It's a very odd structure in, in the annals of world football, uh, yet, U.S. soccer, that should be re- that is the regulator, is your governing body of both these things, single entity and the USL private uh, ownership model, private uh, company owning uh, a, a franchise model, uh, or, which are both kind of contrary to, to the way the game is structured in most of the world, has done nothing to really rein in and enforce FIFA statutes on these leagues, which is why there's so much litigation pending right now. So. It all goes in a circle. It all goes back to the same point we've been making this entire show. 
Well, I- exactly. I mean, it's a system that is essentially uh, rotten to the core. I mean, I, I don't know any other way to say it. I hate to say it uh, because, uh, because you know, this is our country. But the fact of the matter is that uh, – and look – I don't think anybody is saying tomorrow we've got to promote the top two teams in USL to MLS. I don't think anybody's saying that. We understand. Normal people that are reasonable understand the investment that uh, certain billionaires have made in soccer, how much money uh, they have put in it, and how much risk they took. And, and, and God bless them. Uh, but, and here's Robert Burns on Twitter saying... Do you think that telling club owners that have invested hundreds of millions of dollars that their teams can be sunk into the lower division of obscurity isn't blowing soccer up in, the, in this country? Uh, no, I don't. Dan Loney says uh, that all this is assuming that promotion relegation is something positive. Uh, you know, um, these are MLS apologists. But, but, but talk about the teams outside Major League Soccer, those US, independent USL clubs, the clubs that are in the, 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 the uh, UPSL and the NPSL and all these other leagues that do not have the opportunity to move up into Major League Soccer. So therefore, Nick, do not have the incentive to develop players. And I have, gotten, I have been critical of uh, USL independent clubs and NASL clubs for saying they don't develop good enough players for the U.S., for the U.S. men's right. national they, team. They don't. And they don't. They clearly don't. And I've given MLS credit, saying the MLS academies, uh, particularly certain academies, Red Bull uh, stands out uh, am- amongst them all for me. And Galaxy's good, but I mean, the Red Bull Academy, I think, is the best academy. Um, and Dallas, those two, are producing great players. Why can't the lower divisions produce these players? We need the lower divisions to produce players. And then it finally occurred to me, you know why they don't produce players? Because they have no incentive to do so. Because right. hey, listen. there is a... Yeah. Oh, because there's no promotion relegation, and they're not going to get solidarity payments or training competition that follows those players through, as they move through the transfer market internationally. Right. They're always going to be the gardener, and they can never they can never achieve to own their own gardening business. That's just the way it is. I mean, Robert Burns writes, uh, MLS is protected because football is a best of sixth or seventh tier sport in this country with a history of failure. Now we have the most stable, expansive, and growing league in history. But by all means, blow it up. This is a crazy town. I mean, you know, I, I think uh, uh, that's ridiculous. By the way, Dan Loney also says uh, MLS isn't a government agency. It's a private business. They're allowed to choose who can buy in. My kid sells a lot of Girl Scout cookies, but that doesn't mean Nabisco has to give her stock. I'm not sure how that really relates here. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, uh, Kartik, you are right. You know, uh, when I watched the U.S. national team play these last friendlies, I spoke on this show about how I thought fans should be patient uh, with Berhalter and, you know, let him come to it. But, you know, you also have to recognize we don't have a lot of great talent here. As many people as we have playing the game, we don't have much world-class talent because m- many of our players, there were 19 players playing in the Premier League in 2000, uh, I believe 10 years ago. Yeah, uh, and there are two. There are two right now. Yeah, yeah, we had we had a much better generation uh, ten years ago. To, to to address Dan's point, yes, MLS is a private business. I agree with him on that, and that they should be able to regulate who they want to buy in as a private business. However, there is a governing body 
U.S. soccer that yes. is not doing its job to grow the game and promote the game. Um, they are looking out for the business interests of Major League Soccer, in my opinion, above that, above growing the game. And that, that is the problem, and that is why, once again, they are facing litigation and 200 clubs writing to them and all the things we've talked about on this show. Dan's actually right in principle on MLS. I, I, I would back him up on that. Uh, but that's not the point. Agree. That's not the point. Uh, the point is also that if you uh, want to join the FIFA club, look, you can have a soccer league without being in FIFA. You just can't participate in FIFA events. If you want to do that, great. But if you want to be a part of FIFA, you have to abide by FIFA rules, whether that's solidarity payment, whether that's promotion relegation, whether that's uh, anything, any other rules that FIFA has written that anyone's paid them enough money to write. Uh, wait, did I say that? Uh, but yes, uh, look... Uh, Kartik, we got to, we got to cut the discussion short. We've got two minutes left. I want to talk about Lockhart for a minute. What a wonderful old stadium uh, in, in Miami. It's actually outside of Miami, right? Uh, and, um, it's in Fort Lauderdale, yeah. In Fort, Fort, Fort Lauderdale. Uh, and sadly, overgrown with weeds. Uh, very quickly, what are the plans with Inter-Miami? Yeah, David Beckham, Inter-Miami, Jorge Moss uh, have a plan to redevelop Lockhart. They're negotiating a lease with the city of Fort Lauderdale now to redevelop it, to play MLS games starting in 2020 at the stadium. It's a historic venue. It's the home of soccer in South Florida, uh, going back to the old NASL in the mid-'70s, and uh, to, to, to have their development academy and uh, all their youth teams play there and a USL team, a USL reserve team. So it's very exciting. Um, let's see if they get this done, but it, it's a way of uh, saving that, that historic venue and uh, something that I think people in South Florida are embracing, except for those who, who, who say they don't want to drive to Fort Lauderdale and they would like the team to be in their backyard. But most people are very excited about it. Well, Kartik, listen, uh, let's have you back on next week if you're in town. Are you in town? Yeah, absolutely. I am, absolutely. I will right. be back next week. Good. Well, let's, uh, let's continue this discussion next week. Obviously, we can talk about the results of the Premier League. We didn't get to the ICC, folks. I apologize. We will talk about that next time Kartik is on. We do have... Uh, a few months left until summer. Kartik Krishnaya, thank you so much. Thank you, Nick. All right, we'll chat to Kartik next week. All right, got to go to break. I'm going to wrap it all up when we come back right here on Fistry Soccer. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992 800-223-0992 800-223-0992 That's 800-223-0992 
Attention business owners, now is the perfect time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. We can give you packages with up to 90 great channels and save your business a ton of cash. And if you call right now, you can learn how to get free equipment and free installation. Now you have choices. It's time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. And call today and get 90 channels plus free equipment and free installation. Smart business owners like you all across the country are consolidating and saving money on their cable TV, internet, and phone service for their business. So now's the perfect time. This may be a limited time offer to the first 100 people that call right now. So please save money and call now. 800 4710731138004710731138 So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. All right. Uh, welcome back to the show. Uh, just a couple minutes left. And uh, before we wrap it up for the day here on Fifth Street Soccer, uh, I want to address Ray Roscoe, who once again tweets, uh, Can we have an open? if we have open spending, do you believe it will give us a globally competitive league? That's part of the equation, Ray, but there are going to be those teams and owners who are willing to spend to create the next Manchester United of uh, Major League Soccer who's going to spend to create the MLS super team. And they're going to be those owners who are just happy to be here. And as long as they're always going to be a part of the league, they're always going to be included in the TV deal, uh, they can always ride the coattails of those mega teams with the big spending. I, I think it's going to cap the capacity of uh, of how competitive the league can come. If you can cull those crap teams out who don't want to spend and don't want to improve and replace them with teams that do want to improve and when they get up to the big leagues are willing to spend, then you will have a globally competitive league. And that isn't going to happen unless you can promote and relegate. And just to make sure people understand me, I am not suggesting that this can happen tomorrow. I understand that people have made enormous investments in this and uh, that there is a status quo. This has to be a transition. This has to be a a period, a roadmap to promotion and relegation. And if it's five years from now, fine. If it's ten years from now, fine. Put it out there. Stick to it. And make it so that the transition to promotion relegation doesn't jeopardize the long-term investments that these folks have made in their teams. But it's got to be done. Otherwise, Major League Soccer is never going to become anything other than an afterthought. 
in the pantheon of professional football leagues around the world. That's it for me. Uh, I hope you have enjoyed the show. I do love bringing it to you. I'd like to thank uh, all of my guests, uh, Kartik Krishnaya, and, of course, uh, thank uh, Ray Roscoe, our caller, for uh, joining in uh, the, the discussion. Uh, too bad more people didn't call, but maybe next time. 800-878-7529. By the way, find me on Twitter. We can continue the discussion after the show and into tomorrow. But I will be back on the air with you tomorrow, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern. Let's talk the Premier League. I'll give you my pundits' uncanny predictions. Only get it right here on Fifth Street Soccer. Till tomorrow, have a great night. Well,